Jason, if you're struggling with uh, grief, relationships, stress, which I don't think you have any of that, uh, or you're having trouble sleeping or meeting your low, low goals, online therapy could be for you. Uh, BetterHelp is secure online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own accredited therapist, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. There's no waiting room. The service is available worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime to message your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists. If needed, we've all been there, haven't we? It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available in your area. Visit betterhelp.com slash how long and join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. How Long Gone is sponsored by BetterHelp and our listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash how long. TJ, what's good, baby? You know, I feel like I just recorded a podcast yesterday with rapper Snail Mail, and now here we are again, back in the hot seat, looking at my computer, looking at my Zoom. It feels good, though. You know, I got a nice hot cup of coffee. Jason, that's so funny, because I have a hot cup of Joe myself and a, and a you know, three quarters full uh, Poland Springs gallon to keep me powered through this uh, okay. back-to-back, back-to-back podcast marathon. But I want to start the show with some important housekeeping business. Off-rip? Is this a Chris Black off-rip, patented off-rip? Off-rip, we do have a, a big announcement today. Um, our debut album, Ads Color, via Jag Jaguar, is in stores everywhere uh, December 10th. Uh, just in time for the holidays. Nothing says stocking stuffer, Jason, like a double CD. <laughs> it will be available at Amoeba and all the other fine record stores wherever you may live. Maybe maybe not where you live, if I'm being honest, because mm-hmm. you guys live in some shit, shitty places. A compact disc for your compact bitch. If you have a small-ass chick, <laughs> this is the perfect Christmas item to buy them. Obviously, oh. they'll have to source a means to play this media, the, uh, the CD, which... CD players are still available on eBay. You can find them in garage sales and, and Craigslist and something like that. Well, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of people, you know, buying like old cars and stuff where we live. Yeah, you know? so are maybe you like that, a maybe like that. a like a vintage car. You mean? Yeah, maybe a vintage car. But I just I want to break down, you know, what what's going on with this this album. So much like our beloved and unfortunately canceled because we're too busy. Uh, how long on radio show? It's on. It's on hiatus. It's on hiatus. It's it's basically it's basically Jason and I giving our two cents around some of the classic uh, songs and artists that Jag Jaguar has put out over their illustrious twenty five years in business. So Angel Olsen and Sharon Von Etten, Cutworms, Bonnie Vare, Angel Olsen, Preoccupations. Uh, Molly Lewis, Ryan Hemsworth, Dinosaur Jr., Moses Sumney, Nap Eyes, and Small Black are all featured, along with, of course, uh, yours truly. Mm. Um, and it was, I, I gotta say, it was, it was 
produced, mixed, and mastered by by longtime friend of the show and one of my oldest friends, James Ellis. The cover photo is, is from uh, Jake Michaels, an outtake from our New York Times shoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the the inter- the interior photos are by friend of the show and uh, rebounder drummer Kobe Arner, and the whole thing. The concept, art direction, the whole shit was put together by by Sam Jane. So it's really a family affair, Jason. It's a family affair, and, it, and most importantly, recorded live by DJ Them Jeans mm-hmm. at his home in Upstate Glendale. <laughs> we were, <laughs> yeah, so we Sam Avion we <laughs> Sam Avion Studio in Upstate New York wasn't available, so we just went to Upstate Glendale instead, and it kind of worked out. I'm, you know? I'm hearing it's the new cat skills. I don't know what that is. It's a fun word, though. But yeah, it, we recorded it one take, just right in the same room I'm sitting in. It's cool that in 2021, it's like, yes, we got a record deal on a record label that you know is legendary with tons of amazing artists, and they give them a budget to go to the studio and record it with all these engineers <laughs> and stuff, and we are we have the same exact product as them. And I recorded it on you know on my microphone that I got on Amazon for a hundred bucks in my bedroom. I mean, you know, Jason, you're kind of a bedroom artist. If I had to put you into a category, it's just me and Ryan Hemsworth. That's about it. Yeah, exactly. You and DJ Ryan Hemsworth, and at least we're not in you know upstate Ontario. That that could be a lot worse. You know what oh, I mean, brother? Especially this time of year. Oh shit! I I hope I can get some. I can't even get ten bits up here. It's so fucking cold. <laughs> but yeah, so the album will be in stores just in time for the holidays. Twelve ten. Like I said, it'll be available on your digital streaming platforms and i believe we'll have a clip or you know quote unquote a single uh available on <laughs> on soundcloud uh the, the day of the the release goes out on the 19th so um you guys get your pre-order we'll be doing a bundle with a with a special t-shirt designed by sam the shirt is very very cool it's so simple and so perfect and that's to me the best for- form of graphic design yeah a lot of these graphic designers try to get a little too sick with it but mm-hmm. sam really you know what sam's good at jason sam's good at kind of kind of um restraint and that's what he doesn't get sick with it he gets i don't know perfect with it is that (laughs) weird to say (laughs) but uh but yeah yeah i'm I'm very excited and i think we'll have you know hopefully some some street team marketing going on yeah we're gonna get don't worry we have our gorilla marketing team they've got some stencils of jason's face they're gonna spray paint all over the ground you know like like it's theophilus like a theophilus london (laughs) ep from 2012 It's gonna be shout fucking, out to it's Big gonna, Dog Theo. We still rocking with you, Theo. I know you're listening to this. You know what I'm saying, and I like the Smiths too, bro. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's it's going pretty well over here in How Long Gone Land. Uh, thank you to a uh, new friend of the show, Snail Mail Lindsay, uh, for a wonderful episode. She was great. If you guys haven't listened to Valentine, make sure you go do that. And her and her previous album, just as good. Yeah, all the all the albums are good, and it made me really think about the album you, before that awful yeah jake jake gallagher was like man she's half your age she could be your daughter and i'm like thanks bitch i know (laughs) you know i'm also like yeah she put out a record when she was 17 i was i was a fat angry loser who was listening to converge in a honda civic when i was 17 so Mm -hmm. you know you can't win them all jason but at least we made it here now at least we're old enough to be her father but i feel like a cool dad after i successfully spoke with a young person for one hour yeah. and it, it seemed to be an enjoyable experience for all parties yeah you're really on your old head shit talking about weed you know what i mean that's something that nowadays <laughs> nowadays thanks to the legalization of marijuana uh and uh, you know it's easy for young people and old people to relate yeah i'm i'm like i don't know what any of this runts are i don't know what <laughs> 
I don't know what gas is. <laughs> in my in my day, runts were a candy you could get at the Seven Eleven, and you mm. threw out the banana ones because you know. No, I ain't putting no. I, I ain't putting no bananas in my mouth, bro. If you know, what I'm, I'm a saying. nana. Yo, I'm a nana. I'm a nana eater. I seek out only the banana runts. That's the only runt that has enough. Damn. I don't know character for me to appreciate. But you gross. You know, speaking you of, gross of, as hell, of talking bro. T- talking to young people. <laughs> I have no problem talking to young people, uh, as you can see by last episode. But one thing I'm starting to notice is like when I'm talking to people, young people, like in the written word, mm-hmm. like on an email or a DM or a text message or something mm-hmm. like that. That's when I, I'm starting to sort of second guess the words that I'm saying. Is this something that you may have experienced, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I think that, that it's much easier to utter stupid shit than it is to write stupid shit, you know, because you're able to sit mm. when you physically see bro with an e sometimes you rethink it most times i just hit send and i don't really care who the recipient is jason i I type out the word sick and i'm like well did you spell it did you spell it did you put your did you put your black flies on and spell it with a q (laughs) or did you go full ck I don't know. I don't. I would never do what, Q. What is this? 2013. I don't do a SI. Speaking of Q. Speaking of Q. The QAnon shaman just got 41 months for storming the Capitol. 41 months. That's what a little three and a half years, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And I was talking to I was talking to uh, trainer to the stars, Christy Godso, about jail earlier. Actually, coincidentally, what she, what she get popped for? She no. I told I told her I think that for me to get in the shape I want to get in, I need to do a year in minimum security prison. Oh. Okay, so that that that's it's just you, no food that you can eat, and then just thirty thousand pull ups and push ups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think every that, day. So I told her I was going to run out before we podcast and try to commit a crime, but I didn't have. Unfortunately, I didn't have time. But uh, hopefully, I can get it done tonight. I'm sure there's like you don't have to actually get a criminal record to do one. You know, you can just download like a PDF for like some type of jailhouse workout. I'm, I, I bet hundreds. Yeah, of them no, exist. but that's that, that's the thing. I think I need to really live in the environment where you're going. A PDF won't won't suffice. Yeah, we can actually we can actually talk to our guest about it today because I feel like I'm a method fitness this guy so you don't need to get into in uh, a prison style beach bod you need to be scared straight into being you need to be scared skinny yeah I, exactly i want to be scared skinny <laughs> i want a big jail jailhouse guy to scream at me about how i'm a pussy mm-hmm. and how he's gonna take my he's gonna take my butt and stuff and, I'll, and, I, and that, that way my booty now <laughs> yeah yeah that, that booty is mine now and then i just drop down and do 500 push-ups because i'm just there's nothing else for me. i'm so scared god i would so love to see you on one of those mtv shows where the teens who are bad <laughs> yeah have to go get yelled at by a drill sergeant i mean i prefer like the maury povich versions where they come on and like they're just like you ain't my parents you can't do shit to me dog and then they just scream at them until they cry and then they usually give in chris black doing the snot cry what's the over under on the yell time for that to happen oh that's just i that's gonna happen friday when the new adele drops that's my that's my <laughs> that's my, that's my version that's the only thing that can make me snot cry is is are the reviews coming in favorably is it still too soon to no, tell they, i think they're coming in pretty favorably actually i saw a couple today I, also that's track seven too soon to tell <laughs> off of adele's 30 check it out it's one of my favorites i didn't watch the oprah special i just didn't i just wasn't around the television but i, I need to go back and check it out and the performance it was britney gonna do oprah we don't talk about britney anymore okay uh a guest guest on the podcast today we should introduce our guest because this is a you know this is a Hollywood podcast, but we, we haven't really gone fully to Hollywood. And, and today, I feel like we're dipping our toe in that in that pool. No, th- no, we have a real bona fide actor who's 
a person that you have seen on TV and film before, not just some fucking loser. Exactly. Not another musician or a writer or whatever. Uh, yeah, Jake Lacey, um, you probably know him from most recently. White Lotus. White Lotus. And then also, though, he was on my favorite show of all time in the ninth season, The Office. Uh, he was in a- an ABC sitcom called Better With You. And, it, of course, starred with Virginia Slate in The Obvious Child, named after a great song. One of your favorite flicks. And also one of my favorite television programs. He, he did a, a, a brief little bid on HBO's Girls mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as a love interest of friend of the show, Lena Dunham. Jake's also in great shape. You know what I mean? And he's got two kids and shit. So I'm just trying to oh, understand. I'm aware. I'm, under- I'm trying to understand how it felt like this with that jawline is able to juggle all these responsibilities. He's got kids and stuff. We can barely put out three podcasts a week and still get our he's bills. He's probably paid. a cutter or something like that. <laughs> he, he's got, there's got to be something going on with this guy. So let's, uh, we'll just ask him. We'll just ask him straight to his motherfucking face. You know what I mean? All right. Let's give cutter Jake Lacey <laughs> a zoom call. Uh, cutting weight of course (laughs) not his not his thigh no 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 i understood hey jason we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on you're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to your health health there's no compromise so don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines their family group chat their crossword puzzles just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance, so literally no compromises here, because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you and instantly book appointments with them online. Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance, located near you, maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash howlong and download ZocDoc for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash howlong. ZocDoc.com slash howlong. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker stronger hair go ahead give it a tug Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker stronger faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. The best way to learn a language 
immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babbel. One in five Americans uh, have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Chris and I are going to the country of Georgia in a month or so, and they have a very unique language, and I will be using Babbel to try and just get a little bit of action so I can know how to order my uh, cold, my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh, that's actually science-based. Don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Use Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons. They're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash how long. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babel. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free. Zero catch. We've been using it ever since we started How Long Gone. And ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like having the option of turning off the Q&As and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level. I highly recommend giving it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Chris. It's Tim time. Let's get into some Timberland talk. How are you? I'm great, man. I was just I was just looking here at uh, the Timberland Green Stride sole on these boots they sent me. It's made from 75% renewable sugarcane and natural rubber, uh, which which does the job of combining eco consciousness and comfort. Okay, that's a that's a very good amount. That's almost that's that's almost 100%. So all that natural rubber, all that sugarcane, that's everything that's renewable. That's going to do a good job. As part of Timberland's commitment to make sure their their products are sustainable for a more greener world uh, with the goal of having a net positive impact on the environment by 2030. That's positive. That's better than neutral and much better than negative, of course. Of course. But I, I would we'd be remiss not to discuss the, the eco-conscious materials that we've, we've laid out for you. Uh, also, you know, they look cool. They're rugged, lightweight and durable. You can go shop the men's and women's green stride collection on Timberland.com. I thought you were going to be in a trailer or some shit, but you're in just a comfortable man cave, aren't you? No, I'm right back home, man. I just got back from <laughs> Portland, just sitting in my TV room. I got no real my mother oh. my mother in law is in my my like office upstairs, so I'm sitting on the ground with you guys on a tri- <laughs> little tripod. That's nice of that's that's nice of you. So why why is your mother in law in your space? My boys. Uh, Literal boys, not like my gang, my friends, but my actual little boys are about to do <laughs> not gang, nah, my actual, not gang. Ch- my actual children. Though. Yeah, my my, okay. my offspring are like right below there, and they're about to do nap time. And I was like, I'm going to jump on with these guys 
and just be like, <laughs> and they're going to be <laughs> yeah, underneath yeah. there, like wide awake, not doing. Yeah, it. that's not a good. So you're you're a good you're a good father and a good son-in-law. That's really that's that's nice of you. I that's what that. I want to open with. I want to open with that, <laughs> and I hope to close with it. <laughs> and they're like, Daddy, or do you have to do podcast again? <laughs> And you're like, yeah, sorry, this is my life now. This is me. This is exclusively. <laughs> is this one about watches? And you're like, no, 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 no don't worry, don't worry. No, don't it's going to be. This is a cool one. It'll be more exciting than that, kids. I promise. Just listen along. Just listen along through the floor. You know, like I want to get a nice watch, and uh, you know, Michael Williams. <laughs> you know, a continuous lean, and of course, shout out to Williams. Big shout out to to Michael. Uh, I always appreciate when he writes about watches that he's like, I like nice watches. And as soon as people start talking serial numbers, I'm out. Like model numbers. Like he's like, I don't mind. I'll drop some money on a watch. But when you get into like, did you see the release of the, he's like, all right, (laughs) I'll I'll check you. Yeah. This watch is supposed to get my dick sucked. Not the opposite. (laughs) Literally. I mean, that's the problem I think is that, anything like that just goes so nerdy it just gets so nerdy so fast you know and it's it's really tough to just be like i bought this because it's nice and i wear it and that's where it ends i don't want to talk about it right. is there a collectible item that doesn't that's sort of nerd proof i don't think there is no. like because you can do that with cars you can go full jay leno and just cnc mill a replica of your penis or whatever you know like really have <laughs> yeah. it be your full life's work it's too it's too far cars are, are you into cars too uh, I appreciate them. I, I very much like them, but I'm not. You got your driver's license, Jay? I, I do. Yeah, right. I'm a driver, <laughs> and I I do frequent Uber. I would go I would go to a car show and like wander around, but after 20 minutes, be like, all right, I'm out of here. I feel a little bit like uh, to me, a car show is like a strip club. <laughs> like I have no interest mm, because this is a T Pain song so far. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just like, why go to a car show and then not drive it? You know, like why yeah, go to a no, strip no, club to just stare yeah. at, at Damn, something Jake, beautiful? Like Jake's you know? third eye, Jake's third eye is fucking open, and I'm I stand with you. I stand with you, bro. Honestly, I, I just want to see Jake going over to the Lamborghini and touching the hood, and someone's like, uh, 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 I'll let you, I'll let you sit in it in this back room over I here. Say, like, yeah, I'm good. There's like curtains all around, and people like pull one car in, and then you get to go in alone. <laughs> that's a good idea i mean i i just don't you seem like a really a responsible and sensible guy and i think that you know you've had you've had enough success where you could probably blow money on something stupid and it seems like you've resisted if, if you're not into cars or watches i don't know what else there is to buy you know what i mean i uh I'm, i nickel and dime my way through money you know where i'll be like <laughs> nice. instead of being like mm-hmm. i'm gonna go out and get that vintage rolex explorer and whatever, i'll be like I'm going to over it over a year by 10 pairs of jeans. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's like you know, the same. It ends, like, up, ends up being similar in price, but it, you, you yeah, spread it out. You're just like, how much, what, 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 what do you need? Stop. You're diversifying your portfolio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Spread all, it out. They're all penny stocks. They're all, you know, I'm more like, like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm more like you, actually. I do the same thing. I don't really... I'm not a big ticket item kind of guy. I'm more of a lot of small ticket items. Mm-hmm. Jason's just cheap, so he doesn't buy it. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, what are, what are items? <laughs> <laughs> he loves to talk about how bullish he is on crypto, but he's never released the Coinbase for me to see. So I don't if, really yeah, know. If what's somebody going- were to break <laughs> into Chris's, if somebody were to break into Chris's apartment, they would look around at all the items and be like, oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Nothing really here catching I have, my eye. I have a lot of great things of value in, in my apartments. Thank you. And a lot of them are printed materials. But they don't know. They no, don't yeah. Know. No, it's, it's, they don't want a, a book about like in-style magazine in the 70s or whatever you have. You know what? I think like back to the like the, the, like, the nerd out obsession, like I feel like I'll go like too deep on things that do not matter, you know? But I also have like maybe two friends who, you know, on Instagram, emails, text where I'm like, oh shit, did you see this new da, 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 da? And they're equally as ridiculous with it. But I would never... Well, what's, what's an example of something that don't matter, as you say? <laughs> <laughs> something you said, you get very obsessed with things that do not matter. Well, give me, I want to know what... Because it, it might matter to me, Jake. Well, uh, it's close. It's always close. You know, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think the, the children, I think the children, we got to save them. Mm-hmm. You'll nerd out on how to save children. That's your- the environment is also a big one that I'm about lately. Yeah, Jason, Jason's really, he's kind of like a global warming guy. It's kind of all he talks about. It's actually caused okay. a problem in our, in our relationship. Here in California, we're actually in a, in a desert, Jake. So I just think it's funny that you don't really put a lot of thought into the drought that we're nah, experiencing right now. No big. I'd fly private if I could afford it. Where do you, where, where do you, where do you live? Where do you live, Jake? I lived in New York for like 15 years, and then uh, we moved to Connecticut in August. You really are popping. You really are popping now. I know you're rich. <laughs> now you moved to Connecticut. You're like, yeah, bro. I know you now. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just it's just renting. a quick 45 minute. It's a quick 45 Renting-ing. minute drive from the city. Just a quick 45 minute drive in a chauffeured car. Let it be known, I'm taking off a cardigan. I'm taking off a sweater. <laughs> I, uh, it's too hot in this room. Oh, yeah. The other night, we went to the Ghostbusters premiere, and that was the first time that we had really experienced like being <laughs> essentially bridge and tunnel. Like <laughs> going in and being like doing the evening in town and then being like, we were home in 45 minutes. You know, I was back <laughs> no, in the verbs in 45. That's the number one quote. From, oh, you know, it's only 45. It's really green, and it's only 45 minutes from the city. I mean, it's so close. You know, it's a- two, you know like all the times I've lived in L.A., spent time there. The pitch is like the weather and also being like, go to the mountains. You could ski and surf in the same day. And you're like, you don't. No one does. No, <laughs> no one goes does, to the no Getty. <laughs> no one goes to the beach. Nobody like, <laughs> once a year. Maybe if you have friends in town. But the same is with the suburbs where it's like 45 minutes door to door. And you're like, yeah, at 2 a.m. on a Sunday. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, an hour no and 40 yeah. minutes <laughs> yeah, sitting easily. with the worst drivers on the Hutchinson Parkway. Like, it's a, it sucks <laughs> to go in and out of that city. Like, anytime you actually want to go, it's two hours. Yeah. Anytime. I mean, LA. So, you know, LA to me, it's a, it's a lifestyle situation. Jason's from LA. I'm from Atlanta. And L.A. to me is pretty attractive at this phase in my life. But I think I, I'm glad I was in New York for a majority of my 20s. I, I mean, L.A. is like pretty. Yes. Now I'm 39 and I'm sober. All I want to do is exercise. And that's all you can do in L.A. You know, there's not there's literally yes. no culture. There's no culture. <laughs> Everybody's fucking dumb. Fuck? But like, it's it's, it's, re- it's really nice for exercising. You know what I mean? So it's like. That's that's kind of what it is, you know? Bro, this is Hollywood, man. This is where culture is created. Have you seen Licorice Pizza? <laughs> they didn't film that shit in Connecticut. No. No, it, it really is like, it is crazy that, the, you know, nobody, nobody in Connecticut is going to hear this, but like, the, like, <laughs> the drama. You're right. You're we don't right. listen to right. poor people podcasts. <laughs> yeah, they don't listen to our, they only listen to the daily. There's New York, right? And then like, as you move outside, it's not like a, it's not a, 
a hill and New York's at the top and culturally it slowly drifts down. <laughs> it's just a spire in the middle where there's like culture and media and entertainment. And then like you go 30 minutes out of there and it feels like it just drops. It you just drops like, off. There's just yeah, a yeah. void. So instead of a hill, it is a, it is a cylinder. Yeah, it's uh what uh, have you gotten uh, to know? Any of your, have you gotten to, <laughs> have you gotten to know any of your any of your neighbors out there? You, are you are you playing golf with John the hedge fund guy next door, or is it is it? When, yeah, when you bring in the trash cans, are you like, hey Hollywood? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, I've met a couple folks. The thing is, like, I always thought I had a like a preppy where white met bread kind of streak. Damn, just pulling springs out of the out of the gallon jug that's right baby we're on our bodybuilder shit on how long gone you may have seen this in your local gold's gym but we do this damn dog but yeah we also thought that you were the intersection of white and bread go on (laughs) and and now like i'm you know it's like i realize now i am but also like i want to be the most where white met bread person in my friend group and here I'm like in the shallow end <laughs> yeah, no, and that no. is what's disconcerting. You know, it's like, I don't, my wife sometimes would be like, she's like, I like basic shit, but I want to be the most basic person I know. I don't want to be the least basic person. Like I don't want to yeah. hang out with more basic people. And I'm in the same, I'm like, I don't want to hang out with cornier, whiter people. Like, fuck. No, I'm yeah, the most I can handle. I don't yeah, get further yeah. down that line. So you so you came to Connecticut, you had your, your top siders and your polo tucked into your shorts, and your neighbors are like, oh, that's cute, you basic bitch. And then you're like, this is a whole other echelon of, of basicness going on was over there. This a, was this like a we have two kids like situation, we need to give them some room to grow, or was it or were there other factors that led to your suburbanism? Was it the rats? <laughs> the, the rats it really is like the kids just like it's so hard to do anything not even like i don't have time for myself but to be like it's hard to go to a grocery store with a two-year-old and a four-year-old and then yeah. walk home lugging like four bags and you're like it just is shitty and then you gotta be like hey office and you're like no, no. <laughs> i mean like i get like it's probably chill ages seven on i see but where you're scrambling to keep a person you know it's like if you have if you have kids and you have friends that don't have kids and they go don't worry that the house is like totally childproof and they they just don't know what they don't know you go over and you're like this is a death trap like not because you've got knives out but because like anything that's a 90 degree (laughs) angle below six feet off the ground is a problem is Mm -hmm. is caused to like lose an eye to go to the er to, to like cut your chin like everything is a <laughs> at, the, at the very least kill your little ipa buzz that you had cooking <laughs> just a little well i think uh, that, so my sister my sister has twins and they're like two mm. and my mom delivered babies for years and takes care of them a lot and like loves it but i'll be over there and i'll be trying to take a nap or something i come downstairs to see what's going on and these motherfuckers <laughs> have pulled everything out of every cabinet everything is on the floor i'm just yeah. like i can't have kids this is crazy like this is this is fucking crazy i can't deal with this like i can't deal with this second hand like i don't know yeah but, but it, you're right it's just a height thing anything under a certain level is just cause for injury or at least cause for like a mess to be made like we travel a lot for work and they come with me and you know the four our four-year-old now is like real it's, it's he's awesome it's awesome to travel with him but like a, even a year ago was like I was like, wait, we went to LA to film this thing. And I was like, awake. I would wake up in the middle of the night 
for the like three weeks leading up to it, thinking about that flight and just being like <laughs> having like a panic attack, like an anxiety and do just like, I can't get on that plane with these fucking kids. Like the people are going to be staring at me first class. And the right? stroller, it's only this big and the aisle's oh, this big. And it's what affecting, if I, you it was affecting your work, I'm sure. We can't, we need to have you mentally clear before, yeah, you know, day no. one. You're closer to flying private than we are. You mentioned it earlier. So that <laughs> must even be more of a little prick tease when you're in, when you're in LAX. <laughs> with the regulars and you're like if we just had that fucking pj this would all be okay yeah look i take look i do i take delta one sometimes you know what i mean and i'm not even i'm not even like a well-known hollywood actor i've only done a few things um so it you know i i I mean neither neither am i like like i get here's i get flown first class because uh the union dictates that that's how you have to fly people to wait a jobs. second wait a second i was anti-union until just now tell me more <laughs> tell this me is more. a union guy now <laughs> I'm, I'm, i was willing to cross the picket line five minutes ago but now i'm i'm, I'm in it's a whole different story it's like business or better i you know i've paid to fly myself first class probably twice in my life and one time flew on a private jet that somebody on a you know charter flight that somebody else had been like i'm going back to the city if you want to come i was like Oh yeah. Okay. Nothing better than Clooney text you and you can hitch a ride with him. I love that. I love. I love. What that was one. what was Epstein like back in the day? Then <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to the city. I'll just you know, ride, I'll just ride with you, bro. I'll just ride. With, it's all good. Yeah, we got to the to the to the plane, and I was like, just "Put your name right on that log, right there, Jakey." Date it. There's more people here than I thought there would be. I thought this was going to be me and you kind of talking about science, but it seems like there's some other people here. I don't know. This isn't really what I wanted to do. This is totally separate, but uh, I was listening to the uh, Coggins, uh, Uh I think the second time he was on. Coggins Reloaded. (laughs) (laughs) Coggins Uh, Reloaded. (laughs) The first is uh, you're talking totes, and I just got this L.L. Bean uh, catalog. Fuck. Lo and behold, there's an all white. I took a yep. photo of it. There's an all white, and it says, "Based on customer demand, we've like brought this back." Jake, we call that the "how long gone" effect. Is what we call that. And every time. And luckily for us, we're getting to use that phrase more and more often. And I think this is just <laughs> just one of those cases just where yeah. we, we know that Big mm-hmm. Tote Bag is listening, and and mm-hmm. um, you know, if if it's better for everybody, really, is what it feels like yeah. to me that they've brought that back. So thank God for that. Boat tote, check yourself. Mm-hmm. And and you know, if if Pfizer's listening, we're ready to get in bed with you guys as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big. Big tote doesn't pay quite as well as big pharma does on the back end. Yeah, we'll get in bed with anybody for the right price. We're not really above it. Podcasting isn't really kind of like a money making thing yet. So, you know, we're we're trying to hedge our bets. What was the other <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the other thing you gleamed from the David Coggins reloaded? He mentions, Oh, I'm hand, hand delivering these, but I'm sending one of them out. I listened to this recently. Yeah. Right? Like I didn't listen to it when it first came out. And uh I'm the guy he's talking about. Oh. <laughs> but he goes, uh, I'm sending it to this actor, this influencer. And I was like, that's way too much credit. I think he has more of an uh, Instagram following than I do. Like he's sending it oh. down. Yeah, but the, down, the Coggins, but the, co- I mean? the, the, the Coggins fly fishing shirtless photos <laughs> don't really do the numbers that yours do. So it's, it's a little, it's, you know, it's hit or miss. He might have a more curated feed, but you have more followers. And that's really what matters at the end of the day, right? I don't know. I was like, if you sent this to, I don't know, one of the kids in 
k-pop world i'd be like oh right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. i love the idea i love the <laughs> idea of, of one member of bts receiving a david coggins tote that would really that would really that would really, that would really set the tongues wagging on the internet right there that wouldn't surprise me coggins is demographic is top tier you know he is very connected that same kid like wearing it to photo shoots but like it's yeah. so incongruous to like everything else they've got on but like with the tote over the shoulder. Versace, 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 Balenciaga, LL Bean, Boat and Toad. Yeah, well, they, they have to match. You know, they have to match. So it would it would be nice to ha- send eight of those over. I don't know if Coggins had the bank for that. I was honored. I was like, so Jake, were you were you listening to How Long Gone? Were you listening to this pod because you enjoyed it, or are you doing a little game tape, getting ready to see what the flow is before you get on, or had you already listened before? I saw the piece, the uh, lovely piece in the Times. And, uh, I was like, oh shit. And then, uh, I'm big on, big on the words and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. big reader. You guys ever seen scripts? They come in, they come in paper. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a written, we're thing. talking almost a hundred pages. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you got to be able to read them and then say them back, which is a whole other thing. Good luck, brother. Couldn't do it. And then Welt Mac, uh, Welster was like, yo, would you want to do this? Like, these dudes are great. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to Mac and shout out to Mac for, cause you guys met, did you guys meet at the playground? Dude, we met at McCarran. I think neither of us enjoyed having like dad and friends, you know, friends where you're like friends just cause you both have kids and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And we were at McCarran Park and, uh, his, his older son was like, had monster trucks at the time and my kid was like one and a half and hadn't quite like made it into that world mm-hmm. and that was like the day that his my my son's like brain popped into monster <laughs> truck mode and uh and then we just got talking i was like truly was like oh this guy's got dope style <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was yeah, like yeah. If this could hang with this dude it was like what's up what do you do and he's so chill and low-key about it and yeah just became friends honestly like through that and have like you know, more, more stuff in common, but it's also like, you know, I'm an uh, appreciator of like menswear and this and that, but obviously don't exist in that world. So it's fun to have like a, a handful of dudes who, who are in that world to be like, what do you think about this? I think that's pretty cool. You check this thing out. That seems fucking lame. What do you think about that? You know, and like, to <laughs> sure, get there. sure, sure. Just bounce around a little bit. But I, I, this, yeah. cause this is always my thing. Cause you know, we're, we're getting up there in age and you know, we have a lot, I have a lot of friends that are parents, of course. And they say the same thing. They're like, God damn it. I got to go to this fucking birthday party with these 10 dads that <laughs> suck. And, and, you know, and our, our, clo- the closest thing you can do to that without having kids is going to a wedding, right? That's like the closest thing that you uh-huh. have where you're like, fuck, I'm stuck with these bozos all weekend. I got to figure this out. But I feel like with the parent thing, especially in New York or LA, I've heard a lot of positive stories like yours where it's like, oh, I actually made a real friend yes. and we have a lot in common and it's rare, but it does happen. Well, there's a lot of cool people in New York. That's why. That's the true. wedding That's true. scenario is like, it's like a wedding, but also if you hadn't seen another human being over the age of two <laughs> for six months, sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so there is also this, like, I gotta get out of this fucking house, man. And I'm being like, <laughs> and the place I'm going to do it is with other little kids and parents. I might not like, it's like, ah, mm. fuck. <laughs> so, you know, the, it feels like the stakes are high. You're like, is there going to be cornhole there? I don't know. Right. And then, and someone's gonna be like, Hey, you guys like Netflix? You're like, Oh yeah, I love watching Netflix. They're like, Oh, come over here. Yeah. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we joke about all the time that society has devolved now into adults only talking about tv and 
for someone who profits off of that, I wonder if you, if you're, if you, <laughs> it's interesting. If you, yeah, interesting. it's interesting. You're, you're on, you're on the other side of the coin here. So, you know, Jason, you know, talking about Hulu with a guy he doesn't like is is just part of his life. Every yeah, it's, day. A, it's a thing that I always notice. Like, I'll be at a restaurant and I'll see like a six top of of white guys and their Asian baby mamas and their three kids running around and they all got masks on and they're talking about this and this and then at some point they break the seal and it's like time of death on this conversation. <laughs> Beep. And it's like, I just discovered season six of the block, you know? And then it's like, Oh, I also like, blah, blah. and then that's it. Then it's done. But then for you, it's every day you're reading variety. Yeah. Entertainment tonight, all this stuff. I try to avoid the front half of that conversation. So the back half doesn't have to happen. You know, like uh-huh. I, I, I want to like meet people at a dinner party and be like, What's your deal? <laughs> you <know? laughs> or just be like, you know, kids with parents being like, this is hard, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The yeah. thing where, where parents are like, when people are like, well, they're all, you know, <laughs> they take, but they give so much. And you're like, I, I, yeah, but. <laughs> That's the other thing, though, about getting older and having friends with parents is that people start to keep it real with you. And it's pretty, like that, that, that face they make where it's like, look. This is absolutely hell on earth, but it's worth it. It's it's exactly what you're saying. It's all it's all worth it. And I'm like, is, I is think it? once you get older and you have kids, that's sort of the like, oh, this person's cool or this person's not cool. It's like this person is willing to admit that their life is being crushed by a vice every day. And that's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're a human being. I can talk to you. We don't have to have anything in common versus just like Bryce is my angel. And I'm so glad, you know, like at, at that point, it's like, OK, I can avoid you. Oh, I mean, but, you know. <laughs> when people's like uh instagram handle or any of that shit is like their kid and you know it's like bryce's mom yeah <laughs> for real like for you like you're still a that's the biggest thing on my resume of my life achievements is i let a guy come in me <laughs> bryce's mom <laughs> but but what's worse that or the dog the dog like, is worse yeah and then you got the but then you have the husband's name in the in the bio with the ring emoji next to it to let you know like and he definitely runs an alt-right coffee company <laughs> and cr- crossfit gym <laughs> my wife is everything <laughs> my husband i sell knives my husband co-founded black rifle coffee and i'm also a big knife collector it's it's kind of a two-pronged approach i'm fucking in love with him he's my best friend you know like I'll, you know you meet people at work and and uh, like I'm just constantly, you know, it's always new people. It's like all new hair and makeup people, all new wardrobe people, all new production, all new. It's never, no consistency, you know? You call this a breakfast burrito? I'm just kidding. You know, a little, craft, <laughs> a little crafty talk to get it going in the morning. And now like, you know, to meet someone's spouse and, and to like, it recontextualizes how you, you think like, oh, this person's this, that, or the other. And then you meet like their partner or their spouse, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, whatever, you know, and be like, oh shit, actually, uh, you live an insane life. You're yeah, a crazy person. Yeah, you're you're, <laughs> I thought you were just really good at at, at makeup, but you're actually an, a serial right. killer. This is different. Oh than yeah, I yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. Once you meet the partner, then that the other half of the painting gets filled in, and you're like, oh, yes, yes. You you did yes. a good job duping me on set. Hashtag set life. And now, oh no. So what's the vibe? So what's the vibe on like a, you know, do people's 
partners come hang out if they're if they're in the crew or it's it's only only the stars can have people come hang right well covid has changed all that you know like nobody comes in right because everyone's tested to a point where like, i wondered why i wasn't getting a lot of callbacks and i feel like they kept saying it's that. COVID. It's that. Yeah. my manager was like oh chris it's covid it's covid it's not the network yeah yeah it's not the network no, they're just not making stuff there, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the same reason why, Chris, the same reason why you're not getting the jobs right now is the same reason why you keep getting kicked off of airplanes. It's just COVID, man. It's just COVID. <laughs> it's, just, it's just COVID. That's all it is. It's Simple. Just, it's just COVID. So you're saying because you get tested four times a day, it's it's tough to have visitors. Yeah, and rightfully so. The thing, again, like just trying to not live in a life of, of like platitudes and, and bullshit with other human beings is like um, there's on set, it feels like there's for sure two different <laughs> codes of conduct and expectation between like above the line and below the line, you yeah, know, like for sure, for sure. Actors and directors and producers and, and, and the people who are the, the best to work with are the people who know it and then are extremely gracious and respectful of that. And, and are like, yeah, I could flex on this and bring a bunch of people, but I don't because that's fucking rude. And everyone in the crew, I'm sure would love to do that. And, they're not going to do what they can't. They'll get fired. You can't fucking just yeah. have a friend roll through. <laughs> no. Yo, bro, I'm doing this. Yeah, it's just, this is White Lotus thing. We're in Hawaii. You got it. The surf is fucking crazy, bro. You got to come You should down. pull up. You yeah, should pull just up. Come. You should pull up. Just come. Well, I was talking to... It's fine, dude. I, I, have, I have one <laughs> actor friend who's done some pretty big stuff, and I was talking to him, and he was kind of like... Nick Cage. I'm like, bro... Yeah, exactly. I was talking to Nick Cage. And Nick Cage, I was like, bro, have you seen? Sweet guy. Like, does this crazy shit that we hear about actually happen? And he's like, I've honestly never seen anything like that. Right. He's like, I've never, I've been, he's been in big movies. He's been in big TV shows. Like, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. He's like, I'm sure it happens. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but I've never seen it. I've never witnessed it. Right. And it made me kind of rethink the whole, you know, because it's fun to believe it. You know what I mean? It's fun to believe <laughs> yeah. it. It's like, but, but he kind of shut me down. He shut me down. Certainly in the last, like, 15 years 10 years there's a like so much money on the line yeah. for these studios for networks for you know streaming service for whatever and also so much more um access and like willing or not transparency as far as people cell phones and all this shit and like nobody wants that heat and so the idea of hiring someone that is a known problem. Yeah, it's just like we we can just is avoid less this. and less interesting. Yeah, we can just. They're avoid like, this. you know, I'm going to make a movie for two hundred million dollars, <laughs> and you want me to build in an insurance budget for this guy's cocaine problem? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, dude. Like, why don't we? Why don't we hire? When the, the when other there, there's guy a list of four thousand people who would cut their dick off to do that <laughs> yeah. role perfectly, and, yeah, and who have never yeah. done cocaine. There's also like what sort of became. Uh, the driving force behind like media and entertainment in Hollywood, at least it, it, cinematically in like the seventies and eighties was this like outsider auteur gritty thing that lent itself to people who were also in a cool or dangerous way, kind of living on the fringe a yeah, bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dennis, the Dennis Hopper style, the Dennis Hopper style. Like I live it. Yeah, man. Like this is real. Scorsese or De Niro, like any of those guys who are just like, kind of a part of that life partying with Belushi and yeah. And also, you know, now you're talking about like Marvel movies being the driving thing Mm. and being like this movie costs hundreds of millions of dollars and then another hundred million dollars for press and it's international markets. And so like, it's much more about like Chris Hemsworth has a fitness app 
Do you know what I mean? Not like a, a, a cocaine like a cartel. Lacey, you know? like, Lacey, have they have they tested you in the Chinese market yet? Is that is that is that are you good? Like what's up with Marvel, bro? Because I'm ready to see you in a suit. You know what I mean? Hey man, you and me both. You and me both. Would would you would you do Marvel if if the opportunity arose, Jake? You know, for a long time in a in a probably unhealthy way, I thought of that as like the mark of validation of like we're, you must be good enough because we're going to bet all this money on you, you know? Mm. And, uh, mm. and so then if any of those opportunities came close, I got like excited and freaked out and being like, this is the moment where they tell you if you're good enough, if you belong, you know? And more and more, I'm like, ah, boy, I just in the last couple of years feel like I've hit this little stride where like I have a nice life and I get to work consistently. And I audition for stuff and sometimes I get offered things and I'm like, shit, if I could stay here right at this zone mm-hmm. for the rest of my career in some way, shit, that would be way better than being worth crazy money and never having a shred of privacy again. Yeah. This is coming from a very like privileged, lucky place, but I don't know at some point, like you make the amount of money past a certain point doesn't make you happier. I'm not saying I'm a millionaire, but like I've I've read that. I'm trying. I'm trying to find out right now. You know what I mean? What you're saying. I'm trying to find out, and and so I'll let you know if that's true or not. I, I, also, we have to theory. adjust for inflation. Yeah, it's different now. You know, like, like Scorsese. It's just different it used to now. be 75 bands a year. I don't know if that's going to cut it. No, but I, I know what yeah. you're. I know what you're saying. I mean, I think that that's what we've seen with this Kumail thing. You know what I mean? Like he's been pretty open about it, and like obviously, like the fitness part of it really appealed to me, so I like followed it pretty closely because it's fucking insane but like i think he he worked consistent i mean you know he had been on some big network stuff he was financially he was fine but i think it was the same thing it's like they come to you they offer this shit you kind of have to do it or you feel like you have to do it because it's so crazy and the the money is so crazy and it and i don't i don't watch those movies because i don't give a shit about them but like you like you said it's the driving (laughs) force it's like what makes money it's like what matters as far as like the bottom line goes like those have to succeed for studios to make cool stuff. Anakin, you know, just as an actor, it opens so many doors to be like, like for me in a small way, it's like doing White Lotus, which was like an audition and then a meeting with the producers. And, you know, it wasn't like some offer. It's like, I, I like fought to get in there. You had to grind for the Lotus. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude, I did. <laughs> but like, you know, that has like just bumped a little bit for me to be like, oh, I'm getting these scripts or offers that previously a year ago would have been an audition. And so you see a guy like Kumail who like is coming off of a show that's fantastic and he's great on it. And I'm sure doing this movie has also like opened doors for him. Like, yes, financially. And that's awesome to be like, oh, I'm not going to have to sweat money for maybe ever again. (laughs) But um, it also means just career wise, you're like, all of a sudden you get bumped into this level just because of like access and how many millions of people have seen your face that then a studio or network is probably more comfortable saying like, well, here's a list of 10 guys that we'd, we'd be cool with you hiring for this role. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if none of these guys are available or work out, here's a list of six others, but we might not make the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we just can't. And it's also, it's hard. It's also yet to be seen sometimes if 
you know, guys like Tom Cruise and Will Smith are still like the old, and DiCaprio are still like the only dudes who can open a movie on, on like face and name alone. Mm-hmm. It, it, being in a Marvel thing doesn't necessarily translate to them being like, this guy guarantees you $20 million opening weekend yeah, yeah, at the right. box office. You know, like it, people like seeing those characters. They like the IP and they're excited to see a familiar face inside that world, but they don't necessarily then pivot that into you know, Chris Pratt is doing Guardians of the Galaxy and then Jurassic World. It's like two huge IP things. But then if he does another, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm bullshitting. If, here, if, it's, like, if it's like a new movie. No, the, the, I, I don't want to talk about yeah. the Hollywood Chris's because I'm left out of that conversation every fucking time. <laughs> and it's it's just getting a little <laughs> frustrating. It hurts. It hurts. But also, I think it's so much better, you know, if you if you're like a, a cool person like yourself who cares about our, you know, culture and artistic things to go to dinner parties and have everybody be like, you are on White Lotus, my show that I was obsessed with for the last year. I got to talk to you. You're the coolest guy in the room, in the rooms that you want to be in versus if you're in a Marvel movie, you know, you just walk around Ikea and some slack-jawed yokel's like, Batman, you in the Marvel. Mar-. Like there's yeah. an SNL, uh, on the newest <laughs> SNL skit, there was a, they did a dog park for dads. Did you see this, Jake? I, I loved it. I and loved it was just it. like guys so being good. like, Marvel? Marvel, Marvel, and like that's like that's kind of that like that's what you do when you're on that you know you make the most money, but it's lowest common denominator brains. Yeah, I mean now that we live in this society where there's a show, like I I and I, I want to know how you feel about this, but I get exhausted. Like Succession, I don't even want to watch it because I'm so sick of hearing about it. And White Lotus. I felt like that. I was like, I'm not going to watch this shit. I'm sick of hearing about it. Everybody's talking about how good it is. Sure. Then I watched it, and it's really good. And the thing is, they're usually really good if that many people are saying they're really good. But the right. the the like social media aspect of everything, it gets this fervor where it's like, I almost want to rebel against it, which is just stupid for me that I only lose in that situation. But like... I can only imagine what it's like to be a part of that from the other side, where you're like greatly benefiting. From you that. you would like it more if you were the first person to watch Succession and you can tweet about it of like I have a new show for you. Exactly, exactly. Got it. Yeah, it's called it's, it's, it's called Bar it's called Bar Rescue. It's on FX <laughs> Sunday Sunday nights at ten. <laughs> well, to your first point, like I also have to say that I I I've only been in one movie that had like the sort of like money and scope of of Marvel in terms of just like financing and and i was like oh carol <laughs> i didn't i didn't know jenny slate had that much that much cash yeah jenny slate 200 I- million dollars on antique cars uh there's this movie rampage that i'm not Shit. good in what but, clint uh, what clint eastwood movie is this is the, the rock okay oh wait is that based on the video game Yes. Where the, the giant King Kong is climbing the building? Oh, shit. Yes. Shit. Great yes. game. Great game. Bad movie, right? Uh, yes. Agreed. You can't. Well, I mean, you can't say that. How much screen time did you get with The Rock, though? Oh, he and I had like one scene together, I think. He, you know what's crazy about it? You want to talk fitness? I was like, uh, you're like, oh, The Rock is huge. And he comes in the room and you're like, it's not that big. And then damn, you sort of like recalibrate your brain to, and then think like, Oh, he doesn't look that big because he's proportionate, but he's also six six. Oh, so then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're fucking huge. Yeah, you're dude. huge. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize he was that tall. If he's not like, yeah, 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 yeah. strapped out, you're just like, this looks insane. <laughs> it's like, how how are you this big and this strong and and like live? <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. How the 
fuck is this happening? <laughs> so it, it's like an optical illusion with just a human body. There's it's no pretty trick cool. Happening. It's pretty cool that you were in a, a a movie with the future president of the United States. You know, you're going to get to tell your kids. <laughs> I can't you're you're going to get to tell your kids that. And I think that's special. I mean, I'm gunning for a cabinet position. <laughs> <laughs> I, I met I met NBA's Blake Griffin and I thought the same thing. I was like, you know, you look like this monster on TV. Right slamming the ball for the clippers and then i I meet you at a at a party and i'm like oh you're like you, you met you met blake griffin you're like damn we're competing for the same asian chicks this is fire i, I fuck, <laughs> fuck you bro i don't care about your little nba money i can dj we both got we both got numbers on the boards okay <laughs> <laughs> we're both a valuable asset in in the postseason those movies it's like i think it's probably it would be as much as there's a you know like these movies aren't culturally important they don't drive a thing whatever but like i'm sure they're a fucking blast to make yeah totally i bet it's awesome to make those movies to be like in these incredible sets and green screens and doing fucking stunts and i like did you do shit like that on rampage where they're where did you do wild shit no they had me in a little they had me in a little tummy fat suit <laughs> and uh <laughs> no. and uh, i get crushed by a thing and but <laughs> but uh i got crushed to death in a fat suit <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like I'd, I'd rather be getting yeah. yelled at by adam driver for 10 hours a day this is fucking bullshit damn jake the rock hates you bro you didn't you, you buried the lead <laughs> i also like when they had that premiere i didn't really put together what was happening like <laughs> i just wasn't thinking uh, i don't know what was going on in my brain but uh i uh you know it's a premiere for this movie it's the rock it's that like it's downtown LA. It's he's made some spectacle of it. Like truly is like, this is the largest premiere of all time. Cause we're going to stream it to 30 million people, like something crazy, you know? And, uh, mm -hmm. my buddy PJ Byrne is in it. He shows up in this great suit. I'm like, ah, fuck. I had worn, um, <laughs> a, a double RL, uh, cardigan. Okay. And a denim shirt with some like corduroys and boots. No bro. And had like, and had, had long hair and sideburns for a movie for a tv show i was doing and i was like oh right a premiere <laughs> <laughs> like i thought like screening you know what I mean? yeah yeah I there's then had to go down a carpet wearing to take all these clothes with people fucking glammed out and the shiny dresses <laughs> and the thing and me wearing a fucking intarsa knit with a little like belt because it's a long cardigan i looked like i was at like antiques roadshow you know like <laughs> Bringing it in my wares to get appraised. That was like your oh, famous last word. It was double man. RL. <laughs> it's actually not cheap. That's it's a very. <laughs> this is nice. This, this is, is, nice. is six hundred dollars. My wife really likes it. Yeah, it was a gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of of your management, do you are you the type of person who can kind of like operate on their own, or do you rely on your team a lot? Do you, do you turn into a brat? Are you one of those guys or mm -hmm. you I seem see like it. you can, you can handle most things by yourself. I think you're giving me more status credit than I may deserve. I mean, I don't think you have a glam squad team. That no, he's like, actually he's like, yes, Jason, actually to save money for my college, college fund. <laughs> I, I do my own legal work actually. So it is, <laughs> it's been, it, thank you for, yeah, thank I you for it. acting. I don't have a degree. I just kind of figured it out online and it's been pretty good so far. Yeah. I, I lost money. I lost money on white Lotus, but otherwise it's going well. It's going really well to afford moving to Connecticut. I had to let everybody go. <laughs> <laughs> You're not texting your manager. Like, where am I going today? No, no. Well, first, I have, uh, you know, they're very good about, uh, I have a manager and, and a couple agents at the uh, UTA mm -hmm. and, uh, and they all do a 
a very good job of having known me for a long time and uh, reminding me of shit because I'll blow it, you know? Mm -hmm. So they're very helpful in being like, just remember you have this today, show up, you know? Um, (laughs) And not because I'm like... (laughs) Oh, so creative. Oh, I'm just lost in my genius. <laughs> I just, I just fuck it up, you know, even as, as hard as I try. Bad account. Have you tried Google Cal? Have you tried iCal? I, you know what? I had like three or four things this week that were like a phone call doing this, I think. And I was like, you need to, you need to open the calendar app and just put it in because you're going to, you're going to forget one of these and it's going to be so embarrassing. It's also things I want to be a part of. It's not that I'm like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> You know, like, I don't know if you do that. I, if I get a text or an email from someone that I, uh, you know, friend of mine or someone I have respect or my, I won't write back immediately because I want to take the time to like really engage. Mm. And then six months goes by <laughs> and then I have to hit back and be like, look, man, this meant a lot to me and I fucked it all up. <laughs> and people I'm not that, you know, that I'm kind of careless with, I'm immediately like, hey, what's up? Thanks, man. <laughs> You know, like, so I know, I know I used to be the same way and I had to force myself as soon as something happens to put it in the calendar. And then it just sort of happens, you know, with muscle right. memory because I, I was the same exact way and it ends up working out better. And then you can feel better than other people who forget things. Yeah. And just like hold, lord it over them. You blew that. You didn't show up. How could you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm luckily I do the, I do the booking on this podcast and I'm a real calendar bitch i like i don't know i never knew this i never knew this about myself but i like love it and like as soon as we book somebody i put it in the calendar they get the invite their people get the invites got the zoom link in it hell yeah and it makes me feel like i've done something all day because i don't do a lot you know so it's it's like getting those little things checked off you know it feels it feels good chris will pull up his google call and he'll be like yes yes he'll get into his little Minority Report. Yeah, yeah it's on. A, it's daylight on a t- savings time. Fuck it. It's on a touch screen. He's hard as a it's rock. A, looking it's at it's that on calendar. a touch screen. I'm just moving things around like it's the NFL. You know, pre-show. He's pinching. He's zooming. I didn't realize that the phone was smart enough. Like I was on the West Coast when we set this up, but knew I was going to be back on the East Coast, and my phone was smart enough to know like mm-hmm. the difference in in times. And so then I was making the adjustment myself and then putting it in and then realized it was like Cupertino time. And then I, <laughs> it, that was almost enough for me to be like, I'm done with this, even though it was my error. Your error. You know, like it's the, it's smarter than I am, but I'm like, no, oh, you motherfucker. So what's the vibe when you're in LA? Do you stay in a hotel? Do you stay in a house? What neighborhood do you like? Stay at Lena Dunham's house. Where are you staying at? Yeah. 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 I just crashed, crashed <laughs> with uh, crash. LD. She loved the kids, LD and them. Uh, where do I? I have lived there a couple of times. I lived on the east side. Yeah. Uh, lived in West Hollywood a couple of times. It was so easy to commute because it's so central from there. I lived, I spent one, uh, <laughs> I spent one pilot season like in Venice on the beach, basically, but not like in a, in a cool way, in a way that was like a hotel that's like rooms for rent. By the hour for the night <laughs> sure, or for sure, 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 as sure. long as you need a place to. That stay. was implied uh-huh. when I, you said like, pilot. When you said pilot season, that was implied. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were living at the Oakwood Apartments. You know what I mean? Type type vibe. Oh, I've spent. Have you, dude? What did they? What did? Oh yeah. At when I first dude when I first went to LA, I was out there. I got in a, I got a pilot, and they were going to put me up there for two weeks. You know, I was twenty four. I was coming from working doubles at a restaurant in, in uh, Chelsea to then shooting a pilot. So I was mm. like, I'm, this is the, I'm living the dream, you know? Mm-hmm. And they put me up at the Oakwood and everybody was like, I got to the Oakwood. <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, I, they got a pool. They got a gym, dude. I fucking love it. Like, 
You have no idea. Like, this is good like, for I, me. I live next to the fucking BQE in <laughs> Brooklyn. Like I'm living on Richardson. Like this is not. This is an improvement for me. This is an improvement. Hell yeah. Whether the pilot goes or not, it's a victory for me. People are talking about all the people who died there. And I was like, not in my room, man. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is lost, dude. Uh, oh, that's really, that's really funny. <laughs> They're a different brand now, right? They've got new. I drove by like in the spring and I was like, oh, no more Oakwood. They're like IQ or DI. You can't rebrand something like that. It's not going to, it doesn't, it's (laughs) like no one, this is what it is. You you can change the name, but it's not a rebrand necessarily. No one's falling for that. I mean, that to me is the Washington football team is like, it'll be two (laughs) generations before anybody goes. They used to be what? Yeah, no, 100%. Oh, man. What did they change their name to? The guardians oh yeah guardians. The marvel effect strikes again you know what i mean that's not that name wouldn't, <laughs> that wouldn't name wouldn't exist if those box office numbers weren't so big guardians of the of the capital what's cleveland doing what's the cleveland uh formerly the indians what have they gone with and, or the atlanta or your atlanta braves Chris? my atlanta braves are they're not changing we're not changing down south let me tell you something we don't <laughs> We don't care. You know what I mean? Fuck, fuck. You Yankees think you can tell us to change the fucking name? You're wrong. Dog. Down down south, they're like, I thought being brave was a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> so sue me. So sue me. <laughs> I did read a thing. I got a guy who was like an op-ed that was saying, you know, it's actually a term of respect to be calling it the Braves. And I was like, ah, that's a reach. A reach too far <laughs> that's, a, like, uh, that's the problem with those op-eds. Yeah, I was you like, know? you still do the chop. Is that right? We that's still definitely do the chop. <laughs> I see much, where you're going. It's not. It's a little stretch. Much like the Florida State Seminoles, you know what I mean? We'll do a chop, you know, in the in the bottom of the eighth with two on. You know, it's it's nothing for us to. Did chop. you see the uh, <laughs> you see the clip of of Trump doing the chop? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him doing the chop and also doing a Trump face and just like I'm crushing this chop. This is such a great chop. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, what an asshole. No, no, he really did. He the, the way he was chopping. You're absolutely right. It was like, bro, you're you're waving you're waving your arm up and down. Anyone can do this, bro. This isn't special. You're not. Uh, he did. It was a tremendous chop, Chris. You're not giving enough credit. But it's also very clearly just like, it's not even, whatever the opposite of a dog whistle is, that's what he was doing to to his uh, racist brothers. That was a good was like, Trump, though. I, I feel like you've practiced this. Have you seen that new kid on SNL who does the Trump? Yeah. He had like the internet's greatest Trump, and you were like, is it though? And then he went on SNL and I was like, oh, fuck. It's so good. It's so crazy. good. He did good. I mean, are, you, he did good. Do you, are you a... Do you have any other imitations that you're known for? Impressions? <laughs> have you done a lot of UCB work? No, I don't know what your no, you know no. your background is. Stand Man, up. When I was a kid. I I wanted to go to. I wanted to be on SNL so bad when I was a kid, you know. And Chris Parnell went to the, the college I went to, so I was like, you know, at 18, was like, that's my end. You had a name. <laughs> <laughs> Parnell went here 30 years ago. This is great. I'll, I'll go into the faculty office and obvi- they'll give me his information. He's a former <laughs> alum. Yeah. Hey, just looking for uh, Parnell's home address. Yeah. Um, there's still there's still time, bro. Oh, a couple you more. Could, you could still be on SNL. A couple more White Lotuses, bro, and you're you're hosting. I, I'm I'm calling it now for you. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you kind of promise me now, you know, because I've never been. But I do. So I'm gonna need tickets. Just FYI. Done. Done. Okay. Yeah. Done. If I can get you on SNL, I'm gonna need tickets, and not in the back, in the front where the rich people go. Yeah, I need to be in the front. You know, what? F- friends and family. You know what? Though I always feel like when they do, it's like when Owen Wilson was on, he was like, 
my brothers are here and then like pointed up and they were like way up and i was like what, what are you guys doing up there like maybe they wanted a last minute they didn't want to be they didn't want to distract yeah. they're famous too you know what i mean they're yeah. famous too. sometimes hard. when you're a wilson you need to take the day off all right they're human <laughs> beings jake you know i saw owen wilson i was just so happy watching him <laughs> you yeah. know like I just was like, I'm so thrilled that this guy is in the world. Yeah. And I just saw the new Ghostbusters movie and Paul Rudd. I was like, this guy doesn't lose. Like you just. They still got women. They still got women catching those ghosts or they switch it back to the fellas. Well, I tell you what, it's half and half. <laughs> it's half and half. half, and half. They, had to, they had to course correct after the box office performance. So like, look, we, we really do want to empower women, but not that much that we lose money. So if we no, could just, you know, it's a, back, it's a spectrum. If we, if we could kind of dial it back. All you know fellas. I mean? Good, but it doesn't work now. All late. Oops. All ladies too much right in the middle. Sweet spot. You know, it's a funny, like I do think. That that is the um, that that is like the face of progress or the the like uh, steps of progress is like corporations whatever wh- whether it's like Denny's or it's Paramount mm-hmm. being like uh, we're gonna do what the culture is telling us is the right thing to do mm-hmm. to save our bottom line yes and the cynic and like that's the sort of dark cynical outlook on it. And that really, like, that's the only way it happens until it happens enough that then people go like, this is normal. This is a normal thing to do. 100%. But those early, ugly moments where you're like, God damn, you're just doing this. Jason actually, Jason in the last year has actually started following the WNBA really closely because he's an ally. <laughs> so it's nice to, it's nice. I didn't, mm-hmm. Jason, I don't mean to kind of put you on blast, but it's cool of you to do that. Yeah. The season tickets, they practically give them away. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's hard nice. for me. I just love a game. It's it's even it's even cheaper than the Clippers, so Jason's able to sit, you know, in not in the not in the high seats, but middle range, which is good for him. And and getting in and out of Staples or crypto is <laughs> it's super quick on the WNBA games. In and out, parking's a snap. Crypto, crypto dot com. I can't believe it's crypto dot com. It's so fucking funny. They paid seven hundred million dollars in cash. Yeah, man. They paid cash. Is that right? Yes, yeah, seven hundred million in cash, and it, it changes over on. December twenty fifth. They didn't pay in crypto. Uh, I, I think I think Staples was like, look, we, we'll put crypto on the outside. We don't give a fuck, but we need cash. We need we need money. I mean, what well, is it? But Staples doesn't own it anymore. It's somebody like whoever. No, it's I mean, it's owned by the same people, but the spot the presenting sponsor. You know what I mean? Is yeah, is yeah, now yeah. crypto. So who's right? the person that is really getting this seven hundred million dollars? Obviously, the city gets a big chunk. I of wonder. It, I, I'm not. I'm not. Is it Gilan Maxwell? She I think, probably gets I, it. I think Ghislaine is. I think Ghislaine's getting twenty million off the top of that. I would she have gets to. It's a pretty penny. I would have that. to say, yeah. God. Lest we forget, it was it was twenty years ago. Is that when it changed over to Staples Center? I remember being twenty years ago. Like they're calling the the place where the Lakers play. They're naming it after a store where I buy printer ink at. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then everyone, and then there's like the Enron Arena. Yeah, I hate it. I hate there's it. There's a SoFi, the Etsy, Etsy Arena, cool. whatever it is. Staples, Staples is fucking broke, bro. Nobody's buying supplies. They probably can't afford that anymore. When's the last time you bought printer ink? It was recently, but it was from Best Buy. <laughs> See, exactly. You're part of the fucking problem. I knew it. You're always part of the problem. You're always part of the problem, Jason. Fuck Staples. <laughs> Office Depot, baby. <laughs> Do they, they definitely have a stadium, too. They have a stadium, too. Crypto.com arena, really. Because we were just getting used to calling it Staples Center. And I started to like calling it Staples. I got to go see Fleetwood Mac down at Staples. Sounds pretty good. It rolls off the tongue. It does. I'm already like a little 
you know, skeptical of like the crypto market just based on the fluctuations and like who gets to control that. But crypto.com just sounds like a scam <laughs> website. Yes, like, it, it, like does, it does. This is brought to you by like money.com <laughs> slash net. Back you're like, you're check like, us out on crypto.com and you go to it and it's like, <laughs> yeah, this like, website may feature malware and like, <laughs> like my, my browser won't even let me go to crypto.com. Yeah. It's just a place to insert your credit card information, but no, nothing provided. No <laughs> yeah. That's de- so, the Jake, does that mean you have any digital investments going on? How's your NFT portfolio? Portfolio looking? You, did you dump your I'm not, ETH? Not What's going on with any of it? <laughs> if I had, you know, crazy money, who was it that just said that? Tim Cook, maybe was like they asked Tim Cook if he had crypto, and he was like, "Yeah, I have some because I think it's important to diversify." And you're like, "Well, yeah, if you're sitting on a, whatever he's worth, a hundred million dollars, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. then like, yeah, play around, man." Mm-hmm. But if you're like, this money has to like pay for my retirement and put my kids through college, I'm not gonna yeah put my big chunk on crypto and maybe i'll be a loser for it but who knows? yeah don't put your big chunk but just a little squirt on the side for crypto just <laughs> you know when you're playing around you know you put your big chunk into i don't play around with money i make it and i spend it those are the two things i do with money so <laughs> yeah but once you once you retire chris you'll have your mutual funds and your high low risk high yield Jason. roth iras but then you do 20 percent <laughs> You play around. You get a stock. You you become a restaurateur. You open your little coffee shop. I give twenty percent to God every month. You know what I mean. First and foremost, I tithe. Uh, at, Thank you for your tithing, yeah, brother. At Mosaic, my my church in Hollywood. You know that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that's true. And then the rest of it. You know, the rest of it. I'm never. We're we're millennials, Jason. We're never going to get to retire. We've bought too much avocado toast. We have to li- We have to work. <laughs> we have to work until we fucking die. And I'm okay with that. I was gonna say like I already feel a little like retired. Yeah, you live in Connecticut, bro. Look, I'm doing the thing I always wanted to do when I get paid to do it. And then I live in Connecticut and I, you know, it's like, what, what would I retire? From? That's what I'm saying, I, I'm, bro. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have, I'm not punching the clock. Like I like this shit. I'm good. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Right. and we should be so lucky and we should be so grateful. Gentlemen. That's, that's true. I'm very, agree. I'm very, I'm very, ha- mm-hmm. I'm very hashtag grateful. Jake. So as we're, as we're closing up, Jake, what do you got? Uh, what do you got in the hopper coming up next? You on any new podcast coming out soon? What's going on? I'm going to be back on this one uh, next week, so y'all can check that out. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm uh, <laughs> resounding. Okay. Uh, I know I got a small part in this uh, Aaron Sorkin written and directed movie called uh, Being the Ricardos. Oh my man, That's walking, walking, and fucking talking. I love to see it. And uh, there's a couple of those. There's a couple. <laughs> Jake, of Jake, can I borrow you? <laughs> Yeah, hit me. <laughs> then there's uh, I just finished this movie out in Portland called Significant Other for Paramount Plus. PP. Uh, yeah, yeah, and for Paramount Players, so like PP, PP, double PPs. That's what that's what you tell the boys when it's time to do a little something <laughs> before bed. Guys, I gotta hit the PP, PP. Who's the Who's the female? Who is your Who is your co-star in this? That's Michael Monroe who has done like a series of things. She kind of like blew up in, uh, it follows. Mm-hmm. She's done like some stuff in that world. And, uh, Micah Monroe, but to Google her. Yeah. But to Google them, them. Yeah. And this new, uh, Cassavetes, uh, Nick Cassavetes movie, I think. So we shot that out in Portland. It's like this crazy, like a couple goes on a, we go on a camping trip and, uh, one of us is like taken over by this, you know, alien, form basically like a body snatcher shit basically 
but it's kind of this a horror movie, but also like a dark comedy blended in at times. It's 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 bonkers. It's fucking crazy. And uh, okay. these these guys wrote directed it. That's gonna be good. Right. And then we're figuring out what uh, what to do in the spring. There's a couple things floating around, or might just cool out <laughs> for a minute. Damn. You know. I love this. I love this Hollywood. I love this Hollywood life, Jake. I, you've really got it figured out. Uh, thank you. It's great for joining us on on, on, <laughs> on how long. You, yeah, it's great. You guys should be an actor. Too. Yeah, that, thank sick. you for joining us on how long gone. Uh, it's 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 been a pleasure. We learned a lot, and um, like I said, if you're on SNL, we'll be there. Otherwise, you know, I'll see you when I see you. Can't wait. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having and me. Whenever you want to run lines, or whatever, we're always here, bro. Yeah, I do. I know how. I'm pretty good at self tapes, so you just let me know. Whereas I'm a master of yes and. What about like if I need like a ride from LAX to somewhere? Would you come through and like <laughs> yeah. maybe grab me? <laughs> Jake, we have a driver. Um, I'll, I'll I'll DM you his number. He, just tell him that you're friends with me, and he'll be totally. Cool. We work with a guy named Vic. He has a late model suburban, um, and he listens <laughs> to CNC Music Factory when he picks you up, and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's if, we, great. if he needs Every somebody time. killed, he can do it. Yeah, he can do everything for you. He's kind of he's kind of a do everything. You know, I don't think you're a smoker anymore, but if you need to smoke in there, you, it's it's fine. Jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. I did have a guy. Well, I won't even get it. Yeah, thanks, for that. thanks, for thanks Jake. We'll talk to you soon, bro. All right. <laughs> Later. Run up on this fire and get burnt, little nigga. Spent a half a million just on furniture, nigga. Don't concern you, little nigga. Watch out. Be careful who you call your friend. They turn on you, nigga. For real. I'm DUI right now. I don't belong behind the wheel. Whoa. One thing about it, I'ma get money long as I live. Ooh. I can't stop at that red light. I keep going. I don't yield. <laughs> I can't do that deal if it ain't more than 10 mil. Oh, shit. Got them M's and now he lit. $100,000 investment. I invest on my wrist. All she do is run her mouth. Tell that bitch to suck a dick. I was born a superstar. So I put one on my fist. I just smash, I don't kiss. Hit the gas, I'm in the wind. Hate to brag, but I'm the shit. Got some hair when I was six. I threw 30 in magic. Do that, make me a trick. House on the lake, but I don't even know how to fish. Damn. Motherfuck the law, fuck the law, fuck the law. Flying down every pretty in the race car. I've been drinking raw, drinking raw, drinking raw. 